on Shabbos, we begin reading the first of the Arba Parshias, the four special Parshias Chazal instituted to read in preparation of Purim and Pesach. This week, we read Parsha Shkolem. The mitzvah of Shkolem is where each Yid is required to bring a half shekel every year to the Beis HaMikdash. In describing this command, the Pasik says, Kisisas Reish B'nai Israel. Grammatically, the Torah should have used the word Kisifkot. Sifkot means to count. Why does the Torah use the unusual term Kisisa? Sir Tzadikah Koin explains, Kisisa means to uplift. Kisisas Reish B'nai Israel. Hashem told Moshe Rabbeinu, count every Yid. And the message is, we count you because you count. You are important. You are significant. Each and every person has talents and koiches that is uniquely personal for them. Every Yid has their own tafket and was therefore given unique skills and tools to achieve their potential. What was given to one was not given to another. Each person possesses a specific talent that no other individual shares. Hashem told Moshe, Tell Ka Yisrael, Kisisa, we count you because we are counting on you. You have a specific tafket which only you can fulfill. The Pasik says, each person is obligated to contribute a machtzis a shekel. Why only a half a shekel? Why not a whole shekel? It's to demonstrate that even though we all count individually, but at the same time, we all have a common goal as a klal. Kal Yisrael Arevim. We are all on the same team. We all serve the same Rabbi Every person by themselves is only a half a shekel. And only together with my friend can we become a complete am. We are a nation when we are together. We are tzaddikim when we are an am. There's an incredible Gemara Mesechtis Megillah that describes the significance of the machtzis ha-shekel. Amar Eshlakish. Kalev yedua lifnei misha amar v'hoyo o'elam. Hashem knew all along shahasid haman lishkot shekalem al-Yisrael. That haman was destined to offer shekalem for the purpose of destroying the Jewish people. Therefore, he commanded the Yidden to precede their Shkalem to Haman Shkalem. Therefore, it is apropos that we read the Parsha of Shkalem as a preparation for the Yontav of Purim. There's a remarkable measure that says, Moshe had difficulties understanding the mitzvah of Machzas HaShekel. So the Rabbani Shloylam demonstrated it to Moshe. Hashem took out a fiery coin from underneath his heavenly throne, and he showed it to Moshe. And he told him, A coin like this, this is what they shall give. And the obvious question is, we find that Moshe couldn't understand how to construct the menorah, and Hashem had to show him how to assemble it. So we understand the menorah was extremely complex and had many different intricate parts and pieces and the Torah demanded that it be hammered out from one lump of gold. But machzas ha-shekel? What's so difficult in understanding a coin? And furthermore, why did Hashem have to show him a coin made out of fire? So what was the message there? So we know that the method of counting the Yidden was by every person giving a coin to tzedakah. The Pasik says, And the Balaturim says famously that the word for giving, is read the same backwards and forwards. It's a palindrome. This shows us that whatever one gives to Tzedakah will be returned to him. You cannot lose by giving Tzedakah. Says the Katzka Rebbe, This concept is what Moshe could not comprehend. 
How can someone give money to tzedakah and yet not be lacking anything? He said, anything in the world that I give to someone else, I am automatically missing the part that I gave up. So Hashem showed Moshe, Matbeya shall eish. Fire is unique. It's the exception to the rule. Despite the fact that I share my fire with someone else, nothing gets diminished. My fire still burns as bright as ever. So Hashem told Moshe Rabbeinu, the, this same concept applies to giving tzedakah as well. The nosnu, the money you gave, comes right back to you. The Banish Chai told over this incredible story about tzedakah. There was a poor woman who used to bake just enough bread every morning to feed her family for that day. One day, a beggar came to her door, crying from hunger pains, asking for some food. The woman graciously gave him an entire loaf of bread. Shortly thereafter, another poor man came with the same story, and she gave him as well. Now the woman didn't have bread for her own family, so she took a sack of wheat to the public mill, which was located near the ocean, to grind it into flour and use it to make more bread. On her way back, a huge wind came, blew the sack right out of her hands towards the ocean, and she was left empty-handed. She couldn't believe what happened. She said, I fed the poor with Messias Nefesh, and now I can't feed my own family. Why did Hashem do this to me? She was so distraught, she went to her rabbi, demanding an explanation. And as she completed telling her story, two men came in with a pouch full of gold coins, and they said, Rabbi, we want to donate this to charity. It was an exorbitant amount of money. The two men proceeded to tell the rabbi the events which led up to this donation. They said, We were on our way back from a voyage at sea, and as we were nearing the shore, a big storm hit, and all of a sudden, the boat slammed into something which made a hole in it. Water began rushing in, and the boat was in danger of capsizing. We pledged, If Hashem brings us back to safety, we'll donate all the gold we have to charity. And just as we made that pledge, the water stopped coming in, and we made it back to shore. Later, we inspected the boat and saw this sack of wheat is what plugged up the hole. The rabbi picks up the sack and asks the poor woman, Is this the sack you are holding? And she said, Yes. It must be the moisture from the ocean that made the flour into a dough-like substance which plugged up the hole. And the rabbi tells her, Look at what huge schus Hashem just gave you. Because you helped those poor people, Hashem used your sack to save more lives. You saved a whole boat full of people. And now, because of you, many more poor people will not go hungry. Venosnu, we never lose out by giving tzedakah. What sometimes appears as money lost is really just a down payment to a much greater fortune. And now, we know. Have a wonderful Shabbos.